you, you know, we have a lot of expressions in the English language. I don't even know what I'm saying. What are we talking about? Where'd that come from? Most all of us use them every day. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means. You know, we just say them as if they really made as sense. They really made sense. I mean, how silly is that? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? What the f is he talking about? Okay, then what's good with you? What's good with you? You know what it is, and you know who it is. It's a me, Mario, and welcome to Appraise the Phrase Origins of Everyday Expressions, where we're here to do three things unveil the origin, confirm the meaning, and assess the value of common everyday phrases. 20s here. I promise you, 20s here. I've been I've been scouring the net to see how what people think of our show and 20 this, 20 that. All I, eh, I'm in I'm the that's I'm the big true, picture on the right, but 20 this, that's 20 that. True, but 20 is here. What's good, 20? How you feel, bro? Oh, uh, I just want to let all my people out there know that I'm good. Man. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's really good to be here. It's a blessing. Uh, this is something that we love to do, and to be able to do things that you love is the meaning of life. The true meaning of life. We will be selling the true meaning of life and uh, <laughs> coming this fall. <laughs> the meaning of life. We will be selling you that soon here. But let's get into the show, man. How you feel though, bro? In real life, how you feel? Oh, in real life, I'm good, man. You know, um, uh, just going. Got a lot of things going right now. But if you're not busy, you ain't doing nothing in your life. So. I'm a, I'm a, I'm grateful for being busy and uh, having a lot of things to do right now, but I can't wait till I don't have anything to do. Right, because uh, Idle Mind is the devil's playground. We will appraise that in season three, probably, because I don't know how I feel about that in real time, just as I said it. Let's keep the show rolling, man. Me and Tony are rarely here by our lonesome, and so today is no different. So let me shout out uh, a couple of Friends of mine, newly uh, founded friends, connected from the highways and byways of, I think, what is it? Uh, not, what, what is y'all, 90? Y'all got 90 down there? Uh, 95. Am I 95. No, 95. 95, right, 95. So we're connected. I got to go 90 to 95, or I got to go 75 to 90 to 95. So, yeah, we're not that connected, but I, I fuck with these guys anyway. So let me introduce the host of Fancy Bread Miami Podcast, a podcast that I've newly uh listening to and i love so it gives me that sense so let me shout out and welcome adrian and edwin of uh fancy bread miami podcast what's up fellas Happy to be here it's a pleasure to be here man you know yeah 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 tell us really quickly first of all how y'all feeling and what is fancy bread miami well me you know i'm just striving surviving and vibing this Who is, is edwin is sir edwin? like i said striving vibing surviving uh -huh. And it's hard to trust these women because they be lying, mm -hmm. you know? Mm, okay. I feel like you went to the school of Wayne. It's possible. Like Wayne, Wayne Carter. <laughs> Wayne Carter would have um, said some shit like that, which is great. I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm one of the co-hosts of the Fancy Bread Miami podcast, uh, which really just focuses, in a nutshell, on the hospitality and food industry. At the moment in Miami, because we, we are, you know, grassroots at the moment, but we're coming strong. And, you know, our style is mm -hmm. raw and uncut and sincere. And we try to be mm. interesting mm. and funny and, and refreshing in, a, in an industry that uh, can use as much of that as possible. Refreshing. I'm with that, man. I'm with that. 
Adrian, you got any words or can you do any better or add anything of quality? Any better than that? Mm. <laughs> My job is to bring some facts, is to bring some love, to bring some heart. Uh, the idea behind our podcast is just to help people in this industry to understand different aspects of it and become better servers or for the people that are listening to it to kind of understand what's going on behind the curtains, kind of like a magician revealing its secrets. So if you are someone that works in this industry, you'll be able to connect with us and also to grow your set of skills. And if you're someone that's just going out to dine, then you'll be able to understand what goes on every time you sit down and dine. Okay. Okay. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Like I said, I've listened to some episodes, but I'm truly getting it as they're on the show. I see you smirking 20. You know them personally, so this is great. Uh, let no, me finish. You know what I'm smirking? No, no, no. no. I, I do know them. I knew, I do know I do know them. Uh, but what I am actually smirking at is that I just want everybody to know that we actually read the comments. And I'm looking at Mario now, and I'm like, I forgot the guy's name that said it, but yeah, you always rock that tiger's hat. Like, <laughs> like somebody put in the comments, like, yo, Maya Mario don't never go nowhere with that tiger's hat. Like, hey, it's consistent. <laughs> the things are working. The things are working. The things that we talked about are working. So look, one thing I do want to shout out about Fancy Bread Miami and Adrian Edwin is what, what captivated me was just, you know, allured me a little bit of a lulling as well is that you two have podcast voice. Like solid, and I know out of the two of you that Adrian's gonna be the um, he's gonna be the sponsor guy. He's gonna do the copy for sponsors. I can just the way you just sold that last bit. I'm like, oh yeah, make sure you're saying all the official stuff. There we go, eh? <laughs> Thank you. There we you're go. the fine print guy. You're the fine print, Adrian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Edwin, Edwin will draw the sponsors. Adrian will will land the copy, and y'all will continue. Hey, you heard uh, it here, man. You rise. heard it here. There you go. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah, for I, sure. I think for it's sure. all about the, 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 the oh, dynamic look. between the two of us. You know, I think that honestly, I'm very uh, grateful that I have Edwin to do what he does because the things that mm -hmm. I do are just balanced by his banter and his personality and his character. So sometimes I may say something and it's just like, and he comes in and is like, let me say that in English. <laughs> and then sometimes he just says yeah. something. And I'm like, let me tone that down. Give it a little bit of heart. Let me just, because that was a little hard. <laughs> so it's all about that balance. It really is. It's a tug of war. Mm -hmm. It's all about finding yeah, that balance like the between the two. And uh, I think it's really fun uh, as now we're starting to branch out and bring more people into the show. It's really cool because we actually get someone in between that tug of war. And it's just very exciting. So I'm very excited to have this four man uh, tug of war that we're going to be having here today. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't even know. We should rename, rename the game if there's four. If there's a string, a rope that has four. Who knows? But let's get into the phrase of today. Today's phrase was brought to us by Fancy Bread Miami, the minds behind Fancy Bread Miami. And whenever the guest brings a phrase and they're connected to a phrase, we tend to get like a real true blossoming of what we want to do when we dissect and we appraise. So let's waste no time and getting into our opinions we have an opinion on tell me who you're with and i will tell you who you are tell me who you're with and i will tell you who you are we will start with 20 as far as connections to this phrase again i do have an opinion on this not super strong not strong enough to to uh run interference on our on our guests so 20 set the standard as always and we will we will run uh through through the members here all right, no pressure. Um, when I hear that, I I feel like that's something like a parental or guidance, uh, like like a guardian. Mm -hmm. 
would say to you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Just to make sure that you're not out here running with the wrong type of people. Um, it's one of those situations where you're, you're trying to defend yourself. You know what I mean? Not, not just your action, but just trying to defend yourself. And somebody is saying, you can't say you're like this if you're hanging out with certain people. Or you can't, you know, mm-hmm. if, you know, you're judged by majority instead of individually sometimes when it comes to society. And um, it's just making sure that you're aware that, you know, just because you might be a good person, but if you hang out with a uh, gang of thieves, you're going to get considered as a thief too as well. Why are you hanging out with these things? All right. I don't know the um, the hierarchy of your show. So I'm just going to go with Alphabetical. because his name starts with A. No. There we go. Like, it's I gotta, okay. <laughs> Adrian. Bro, you about to break up this show already, right? Right, right now. You're like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't this shit is sabotaged, but it's okay. We're going we're gonna to fight through it. We're going to fight through it. No, no, no. I'm like, how do I do this? I'm just going to keep putting go ahead, names hey, in a randomizer and then choose how. Yeah. You goofy well, bastard, uh, go. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, Hurry up before we change Well, I mean, I, I do have a big connection. <laughs> All right, Edwin, let's go. Edwin, let's go. Ahead, you- go ahead. Well, I do have a big connection with this word, uh, and I was kind of like the person that brought it up to Mario uh, because I recently reconnected with that word. Uh, this word originally came to me, like uh, 20 here says, uh, from my parents. You know, this it's, would be a word that my mother would say to me just to kind of say, I'm keeping an eye on you and or or I, I kind of know what you're doing based on the people that you're hanging out with, or she wouldn't want me hanging out with certain crowds because of what it would mean to me or, or the influence that they would have upon me. So she would kind of bring that up. And it's, I guess it's something cause I'm Puerto Rican and in Puerto Rico, I guess it's kind of common to hear that phrase in Spanish. Of course, it would be dime con quien andas y te diré quien eres. Uh, so diversity. Yeah, so <laughs> there you go, baby. <laughs> you asked and we brought it. Um, so it would be using that sense of way to say that the people that you're around you can in a way give people an assumption of who you are, because I would say that this word over everything, it's a very assumptuous word or phrase that throughout it, you can be because of the people that are around you, you can assume what kind of person the person that you're talking to is. So that's kind of like my connection to the word. Yeah. Appreciate that. Edwin. All right. Might as well. I don't have any personal connection to this phrase. I really just, I live life and just do whatever the hell I want. Um, But it is true. I think it's consistent if you ask a lot of people. A lot of this stems from a generational aspect of sort of parenthood, if that makes any sense. Sort of a, a guiding phrase to ensure that my son or my daughter or my kids go through their everyday thinking well about what they do. That's, that's how I feel in general about the phrase. Personally, I don't really have any connection into it. And I guess we'll get into that later, but that's just me. Mm -hmm. Man, I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Thank you, fellas. So a couple things I heard uh, that I want to just point out and highlight since that'll probably be my role today is, uh, I mean, 20 with the parental, it does seem like a, um, 
I don't want to say wagging the finger because that lends towards negative connotation. And I'm really trying to stay as neutral as I mm-hmm. can to start. But it does sound like a, um, a hovering the shadow yeah. of a parent yeah. over yeah, exactly, a exactly, child, yeah. at least. Um, it feels like, man, assumption, big, <laughs> big thing for me, Adrian. I battle with assumption because, you know, I think there's a place for most, if not all things. And I try to, again, place things on the spectrum. So assumption is necessary. Sometimes intelligent people assume but assumption based on like, I really got to say like, how far are you going with this before it's like prejudice? And then with you, E, I'm just with you on the like lack of overall personal connection to this because it would make me gather or work against my general ethos, which exactly. is like, assumption. Yeah. like, man, I'm about to see which one of y'all out of this group is doing that. Cause you know what I'm saying? I, I, I do that by data, by, by, by exactly. my day-to-day life. It's like, I'm not really the whole group. Yeah. I, I believe in archetypes. Cause like for some reason, like, Golf people dress like golf people no matter where they grow up for some some the memos yep. out <laughs> you know what I mean athletic people dress like the memos out so I get archetypes but as far as assumptions so let's um let's not waste no time and let's get into the origin of this thing <laughs> hey Mario what's up brother before we get into the um before we get into the origin, I just want to say, like, no. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's okay. Uh, yeah, let them wait. Before we get into the origin, I, I would say this, though. I've always, since play, because playing football was like my. Uh, I'm talking my to my son. Football. Before playing football. Yeah, exactly. No, the, the fact that you in, input <laughs> coming to America without allowing come us on, a man. to laugh. You can't throw that out there. You got to wait for the comments, man. <laughs> like, we wanted to laugh at that. <laughs> but go ahead. Sorry. I apologize. <laughs> My apologies. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, because I played football, it's like I've always had a group of people that are always, like, mm-hmm. all of us were different. Mm-hmm. Like, like mm-hmm. even from, like, where we're from, to the point, even now, like all of the guys that I hang out with bring something different to the table. So it's like, it's hard for me to say that I live by that, that phrase, mm-hmm. because majority of everybody is, you know, are they, I won't say on their own man, but just like they have different backgrounds. Yeah. And I feel like I, I attract more to people that are different from me than people that you know, like this, I attract more to different types of people than the same yeah, yeah, yeah. group of people. So I'm with that. That's a pretty strong distinction. I think it's subtle, but in practice, like if you was to watch it, it's a very big difference. Like it's a subtle thing to say, right. but like I don't try. Like I'm not. You're not always looking for groups of football players, as opposed to right. damn, this nigga thinks differently. Like, but no, but the point he's making, which I agree yeah. with, right. is that he's a football player per se, but it's not even like he mm-hmm. looks for other football players. He beats women. Non-football players <laughs> connect with him because he, he, he has a vibe yeah, where- I'm with that. I'm with that. He, you know, it's different. Like me, for example, my, my upbringing was very unique because I look like uh, I look like a white dude. I look like an Italian dude, right? A little bit. That's racist, okay, but I'm going to let it slide. You look spicy white. Right? Spicy white. But like I grew up. I grew it's up the, in urban neighborhoods with with white with black friends with Asian friends and you know what I'm saying like diverse, diverse friend groups. Friend group. So everybody I associate with, you could see me with a group of of, of golfers, and I could yeah. look like a golfer. 
Uh, you could see me with a group of football players, and I look like somebody who might be able to play tight end or something. Not to be racist, but I, you know, I'm a I'm a light skinned dude, and I got hands. I can play tight end, right? So it's like it it, it really all depends on you know how you how you came up. Like I I feel fortunate to have that diversity. Yeah, yeah. that's real, and that's 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 where yeah. the phrase kind of you know we we gonna, we're gonna have to see how strong it stands although it stood the test of time. So there's actually three versions of this phrase, and there's a couple more off the top of my head that um, I connected it to, birds of a feather, all that shit. Um, But here are the three versions of the phrase that we're going to touch upon that connect with that. One is show me who your friends are, and I'll Mm -hmm. tell you who you are. Another is tell me your company, and I'll tell you who you are. And then by the company you keep, I can tell what life you lead. Now that last one, that last one, the last one is powerful. I tell you what, life you lead, yeah, like yo, you can, yeah, okay then. But let's let's explore. Tell me your company. I'll tell you who you are. So let's take it to sixteen fifteen. So the 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 early seventeenth century, and a Don Quixote shout out. Spanish novel Don Quixote, second one of the season. Uh, Miguel de Cervantes that we learn name is actually Cervantes with a B. But the uh, the printer was like, I'm going to go with V. So Cervantes, the second act of or the second part of Don Quixote, which was written in 1615, included the passage um, with the non-standard spelling. Uh, and it was Sandro Panza, the character Sandro Panza, who was speaking to uh, the main character, Don Quixote. And he said, uh, here, quote Sancho, the proverb hits right. Tell me your company and I will tell you what you are. If your worship keeps company with those who fast and watch, what wonder is it that you neither eat nor sleep while you're with them? Now, I like it, and we'll come back to that. But uh, Cervantes actually didn't take credit. Like He spoke out on not taking credit for the saying by calling it proverbial. He said that when he wrote that, that that phrase, that saying was proverbial, meaning it it was a proverb before he wrote it. Which leads to believe that it's out. It's out already before that. And the proof of that actually is um, from 1586. Um, Guazo Civil Converse. Um, Petit wrote, tell me with whom thou goest and I'll tell thee with what thou doest. So tell me with that's a lot of with and who is not in the in the in the who I'm telling you I'm telling you tell me who thou goest and I'll tell thee who I thought, what you, was, thou I thought you was trying to clear your throat or something. <clears> throat> you, for a minute I was for a minute I was hism hither. <laughs> I feel like this is Renaissance man. I feel like we in class with Danny DeVito right here. Exactly. <laughs> but let me ask y'all, and we'll, we'll we'll go in reverse order. So Edwin, you'll be queued up, but. With this phrase, and I'll restate, I'll, I'll restate the, the restate the passage mm-hmm. from Don Quixote. How do you? What are your thoughts on Cervantes' use of the quote in the context around it? So again, uh, tell me your company, and I will tell you what you are. If your worship keeps company with those who fast and watch, what wonder is it that you neither eat nor sleep while you're with them? Where you at with that? With, with that version? With that usage of me? Phrase? Well, I think, I mean, it, it's it's a sensational description because you know it's it's from so long ago and it's from a time where i mean words have always had power but back then especially i just think it's 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 a bit of a dramatic view especially since you have you know a time where people connected with each other only with words with words and actions and nothing else Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. again it's difficult for me to say personally i just think every version uh, uh of it 
leading to the present is going to be slightly less dramatic, but that I, I almost, I feel, <laughs> I'm telling you, I feel like I'm in class listening to this shit, like in a good way. Like it's just a very didactic, you know, it's a big word, mm-hmm. uh, way of seeming, it looking is, at like the issue. Welcome to the show. Um, mm-hmm. Wait, you said didactic? The, the, 20, I'm not. This, this is the first, this is the first. <laughs> This is the first intervention in the history of ATP. I'm intervening on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm intervening on that one. Yeah, Adrian, yeah. you're the Adrian, well, I think Ed, uh, on, on, on Don Quixote's well on uh, I find it very interesting that... We're going to talk about that, though. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like, like you said, that he didn't take any credit for that word or that phrase. It's because of how common yeah. it was back then to also judge someone by the people that... Were, you were around with especially like you said if they offer yeah. praise to you or if they don't or if you trust them as well or if you don't i i think it goes mm-hmm. into what i wanted to bring about this phrase is that it is if you want to use a negative connotation you can say it's an assumptive an, an assumptive phrase but if you want to use it as a more positive yeah. you can say is a being able to deduct like powers of deduction right mm-hmm. like you can like yes. you can ask a person yes. certain questions and kind of in a way deduct who this person is right uh get to the yeah for example yeah, uh, yeah. uh 20 uh, mentioned how he was playing football but or edwin was mentioned how he knew people from you know different countries or different races different beliefs different religions and if i were to ask edwin what kind of friends he goes out and hang out and hangs out with and he tells me that he hangs out with all these different people then I would say, oh, then you must be a very open-minded person when it comes to new and different things because you'll be able to listen to opinions that are different than the ones that you always listen to with a more... Mm. Breach? Uh, yeah. So, Breach. again, Breach. Through, Ooh, if you okay. want to use it in a positive like way, you may, you you may make, be able yeah, to deduct... You the phrase stand. You know, exactly. So you'll be able to kind of deduct what kind of person this is based on you know, the questions that you ask them. And I think that's going back to into what parents use these words for. Again, it's not just assuming because if you communicate, then it becomes a deduction or, or, or you confirm uh, what that person is. So it, so I wouldn't necessarily say that it has too much of a negative connotation, but a way of understanding each other as well. Uh, But I love that. I love that. But it's very interesting that it's been used for, for so long. And especially like Edwin said, it's interesting that it was used in that time which was completely different. Nowadays, we just see a picture and, and immediately deduct the same things without even asking a question. Without that con. But back then, they didn't have pictures. Thank you. That's now what I'm it's, it's completely different. Yeah, they had to. Now you might say that a picture tells you the same, but we might just use it in a completely different or bad way. Oh, we did that. A thousand words. Did that, yeah. Mean, uh, if you like to a thousand words, baby. <laughs> I saw. And we'll pass it on. 20, where you at with that? Where you at with Don, Don Quixote? <laughs> quotage no no i mean i like i said in somewhat and somewhat i do agree i feel like if you if you put as a society you know um majority of the people that are in the same society has the same mindset there you go uh it's just a situation where how how is he saying it you you know what i mean like like yeah you know, you we've we've all learned that certain sayings may start off negative, but then end up with a positive. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and we've learned that. We've learned that the transition of the evolution <clears throat> of these phrases, you know, aren't just bound by the person who started it or the person that make it popular. You Got know? you. But when it comes to a situation where 
are you saying that, you know, uh, are these all these people that you're hanging around are broke or all these people <laughs> that are hanging out or, or something like that or, or, or just different mindset? I feel like that that doesn't take away the origin of it. I agree. I so agree. If, it, if it was a, a, a origin of negativity, you know, just because we take took it and made it a positive spin doesn't mean that, you know, it's not. So what what we're doing here, we're trying to figure out not just, you know, the meaning of it, but how it was intended. Yeah. You know, I think the the the, the truth behind the intent of it kind of gives you a little bit more than, you know, what what the what the phrase is today. Yes. Now, this is a perfect segue to where I want to raise up in Don Quixote's quote, the thing that stands out for me. It's the end. The context that is, mm-hmm. is laid at the very end, which she says, what wonder is it that you neither eat nor sleep while you are with them? So for me, it's like, because <clears throat> we're doing this thing, and, and rightfully so, we're doing this thing where it's like, I know me best. I know me best. Right. I know me best. So no, I'm not like everybody I hang with. I know me best. We all different. Me, 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 me. But where Don Quixote saying is like, well, shit, when you with the folks that fast a lot, and, and and um what's the other thing they're doing and watch a lot then which means staying up then when i see you with them i'm not saying see you all the time but when you with them you also not eating and you also not sleeping right. so like i can not, go ahead no no i don't mean to cut you off Mario, you did. but like you when did. you when you when you found you know what i'm saying you know what it is like this atp back you know, yeah. you know how we do, now we do. uh but I, I appreciate you actually explaining that a little bit more because that helps me say what I'm saying too as well. It's like, are you saying that I'm not like that outside of them and I'm like that with them? You get what I mean? Like, am I eating chicken when they're not around? But when they're around, I'm like, nah, man. Yeah, I got to have that chicken. Exactly, <laughs> dog. You get what I mean? Yeah, like, that's yeah, yeah. In, that, in that sense, it's like what I feel like everybody's been trying to get out about this saying and not, not calling it a positive or negative saying, but it's like, more of a a checking, like I'm yeah. gonna check you. You get yeah. what I mean? Where like, you at, uh, when, where you like, at yeah. when they doing that? Then, I mean, yeah. then, where you at when when that group is doing that? That's how I look at yeah. it. And yeah. and, and f- for me to, to run it to negative, and I'll, I'll move us to the next origin is like with football players and then the, the highly negative thing where it could be either womanizer, woman beater, harmful to women, whatever the fuck. And it's like any well, any contact sport. Any I would contact, say any yeah, contact yeah, yeah. Sport, where you at when your football friends are beating beating women up? If you're a football player and you're not doing that, where you yeah. at when they doing that then? You know what I'm saying? And that's the check that I feel you're talking about, Tony. Like, you're trying to check me and say, well, well then. You feel me? All right, let's keep it rolling, man. Y'all are doing great. 1683, we're going to the book of moral instructions of a father to his son upon his departure for a long voyage. They also didn't care about titles, I'm assuming, because literally, like, that one, if they're paying per letter to the publisher, publisher making that <laughs> Publish are good for the year. If if you're like, I'm gonna publish moral instructions of a father to his son upon his departure for a long mm. voyage. Yeah, go ahead and take that. Here's 200 million to publish it. Now that was by Philip Sylvester Dufour. Again, in the late uh, 17th century, so 1683. Uh, one thing I do want to point out is that this one is explicitly parental uh, advisory. This is one is specifically parental guidance it is a in moral instructions from a father to a son why he about to leave me right you know what i'm saying so look out son and then philip dufour says this consult prudence 
So prudence is if for those that don't know, I just like the word, but it's like a, an awareness and a, 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 a intelligent awareness. And she will teach you to choose your friends, which is a thing of the highest consequence <laughs> because we acquire generally the habits and passions of those whom we frequent. This was so well known to our forefathers they, that they did not scruple to pass their judgment upon any man when they were once equated with the temper of his companions. According to this old saying of theirs, tell me what company you keep and I will tell you what you are. Now, Philip IV, before we dive back into the phrase, Philip IV was a French Protestant apothecary, a banker, collector, and author. And he was based in uh, Lyon, France. Uh, y'all know what apothecary is? Quickly, no, sounds familiar. Are y'all Drug shaking your head? Drug no, dealer. it's a drug dealer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're in medicine. the medicine business. We got yeah, to bring so. that word back. Yeah. We should because, you know what I'm saying, our local apothecaries are holding us down. I know out in Miami it's not legalized yet, so my local, I know the local apothecaries, they get a lot of love out there. Um, so my thing is here, so we got a moral, a moral instructions from my father to his son. <laughs> moral instructions from a father to his son. Now, I ask this, I'll start yeah. with 20. <laughs> I'll start with 20. <laughs> Again, the word my bad, bro. It's just Go. no. Listen, listen, listen. Go. Uh, apothecary is that what it's what it's, yeah. is that what it's called? Apothecary. That's what we're gonna man. bring it back. Yeah, like you, 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 your green, your green light to sell medicine. <laughs> green light to sell. You're not a, you're not a, you're yeah, not a medicine company, but you sell medicine. Like it's literally you're the a pharmacist. You're a pharmacist. So yeah. Okay. A pharmacist. Yeah, but no with no pharmacy. pharmacy though. That's the part. <laughs> no pharmacy. So. um... 20, would you trust the moral instructions of a dude who's at the time uh, the drug dealer of the day? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I have, so I can't lie to you, know, I can't front because I'm on, uh, <laughs> I can't front because I'm on this podcast, you know what I mean? Like, uh, honestly, I've, I've gotten great advice from, from uh, people that, uh, Apothecaries. Okay, I got yeah, great, yeah. Uh, great advices from apothecaries coming up in Miami, and uh, <laughs> I got even better advice from my parents. You know, so it's like it's it's hard for me to say that. You know, <clears throat> how about this? Mm-hmm. If I'm if I feel like me as a person, I get what I need out of the people that I'm around, and if I don't need it, then I'm gonna just let it be. Yes, that's like I get. I, but yeah, I got you. I, I get. Yeah, I, I. You know, I'm just trying to make sure that everybody understands it. Uh, I get what I need from 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 the people that I'm around, and when I say that, you know, if if I'm hanging around people that aren't hmm, society's uh, sweethearts, you know what I mean? Like just okay. because I'm hanging around them doesn't mean I'm. I don't have to be, you know, a negative member in society. Gotcha. But that doesn't mean that those people that are negative members in society uh, aren't trying to make their way through a situation that's that's holding them down or that's that's oppressing them or that's putting them in that situation. You know what I mean? Like I know I know a couple of people that have literally been put in that situation where their whole home has been stripped, and it's like. Make a way out of this yeah. now. Yeah, and you, you got know what I mean. Yeah. Make a way out of this now, and it's like, do you tell that person, Nah, man, nah, nah, don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that. Don't mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's a better way. Like, it's so much. It's so much you can say 
or so many phrases you can give people to make them feel like, oh, they're doing something wrong as opposed to, damn, this dude is doing this and he's been doing it for yeah. about 30 some years. And it's like, who yeah, am exactly. I to say that that's wrong? Or he's, he doesn't, he doesn't have the footprint for his life, for his yeah. journey. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes with sense. That, with yeah. that, I got you. Appreciate that. So you trust in, you trust in, um, Oh, Philip Dufour. Uh, how about you, Adrian? Where you at with with his usage of it and his whole explanation, his rundown of like how you, how we are habit building, passion building people from those we frequent? I, I'm totally up for it, and I, <clears throat> I understand that this word or phrase has definitely changed throughout the years based on mm. how connected we are now and how more available knowledge is to us. I would imagine that by that time where we didn't have televisions, radios, and all this technology that we have today, the knowledge that you seek would come from people. So it would be very important to know who you hang out with because those people would, would be more prone to influence you. So uh, I've seen lots mm. of uh, famous or quote unquote, successful people today, you know, doing clips and about stuff saying, for example, that if you hang out with five people that are successful, that you're going to be the sixth person to be successful. If you're going to hang out with five people that are rich, you're going to be the sixth people, like the sixth person that's going to be rich. And if you hang out with five idiots, guess what? You're going to be the number six idiot. So that mm. would definitely be more in tune with yesterday <laughs> as to the people that you were around with, because the data that you get the knowledge that you find or anything that you that, that is new to you comes from other people mm -hmm. nowadays it comes from right. everywhere and that's how this phrase right. changes or amplifies itself today but keeping it to that era i would definitely say absolutely it would be very could you trust that person yeah probably that's one of the closest friends you got at the time and who yeah. else is going to, and, yeah. and you trust yeah. this person. So whatever this person tells you, you're going to be like, regardless of what he or she does, you trust this person. <clears throat> so yeah. I would definitely be influenced by that person. <clears throat> and before you, and before real. anyone says, uh, I, I heard this Chinese proverb, it was very interesting how it says that if you take a rock, something that's unchangeable, unmovable, and you just la leave mm -hmm. a water droplet, just constantly hit that rock eventually that rock will change its shape. So even the things that are meant to not be changed <laughs> will eventually do. So let's say that you hang around a group of people that uh, they're all vegan and you don't eat vegan. Eventually you might try a dish that's completely vegetarian or vegan. You might try it. Hey, and man, not saying that you're going to start let changing for com completely the way you eat, but you might taste it. And that's little by little, that's, that's influence. You, man. Let me tell you, Adrian. It definitely goes back to the main quote, though. You know. Yeah. Well, what you doing it when you with them? And I'll tell you. And this is why it's perfect. When I'm with a, when I'm with a PYT now, whatever they own, I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? Whatever they own, but that's I'm just on. Okay. That's just if we smart. That's what you about? Yeah. I'm about. That's just what smart. you watch? What you are? Lifetime. That's man, just throw smart. That lifetime on, man. I'm about that that's shit. That's just smart. Which is, oh, you want to watch? Hey, you want to watch overly sensitive female, you know, targeted show? I'm you watch there, that? I'd be like, hell yeah, I'm six episodes in, shorty. I'm already six episodes uh, in, baby. But I'm gonna bring it there. Very you quickly, finish the, uh, the review. Very quickly, my yeah, Edwin. Real quick, I got Talk a specific question for you, Edwin, and then and then, then expound. There's funny. a part where 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 my man Dufour says, um. Uh, our forefathers, they did not scruple to pass judgment upon any man they were once equated with the temper of his 
companions. So like, I don't even get like I'm judging you off rip. Y'all know what time it is when I'm hanging around with your boys. It's a harsh world. (laughs) Yeah, where you at? In general, I think let's think about this comment. Let's go back one second and think about the phrase. Right. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. The connotation for the phrase is often negative because it's used in that way. That's but if you take a step back, yeah. the phrase is actually just neutral. However you see it and utilize it is how yeah. the phrase really gains power. I think yeah. if you asked me if I was going to trust this dude, I mean, this is a father speaking to a son, isn't it? So yes, the way I think yeah. of this, I think of this shit as like a video game. This is like... This dude is putting a cape on his son and throwing him on a horse and arming him with moral fortitude to deal with the slightly unscrupulous world that he lives in, right? I I would trust him 100% because it it is a harsh world because you get judged before you even breathe just based on what people know about you. Hey, you know what? Right? Based on how you just, you you get judged immediately. So this dude, his father is a drug dealer. He's He's probably a bartender and a mechanic and he probably owns a strip club or something. But that just means because he's cash, cash only. Cash, cash, uh, cash only. Cash, cash only. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, this is a different time. This is a time where you know this dude. This dude lives in a world, and he's got multiple PhDs. Think of it this way: in a world where there is no school and everything is super harsh. So hell yeah, I trust him because it's a harsh world. Because that That's that last thing man. about not having scruples about judging people that you know immediately is 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 a harsh world. And he's arming his son with things That's to survive. Man, be around good people because you gonna lose. You might lose something if you around the wrong. I'm with that. All right, let's jump to another um, another field. Lord Chesterfield, Philip Starhawk. My boy, Chesterfield. my boy, my boy. We used to hang out back in the day. You feel me? You feel me? Get you a Chesterfield mm-hmm. if you don't have one. He wrote a famous mm-hmm. series of letters to his son. Go regarding proper manners and etiquette Mm -hmm. in the UK. And this was mid 18th century. So 1747 in this letter, he wrote people will in a great degree and without reason form their opinion of you upon that, which they have of Mm -hmm. your friends. And there's a Spanish proverb. Take me back to the Spanish folks, Don Quixote, which says very justly, tell me who you live with. And I will tell you what you are. One may fairly suppose that a man who makes a knave or a fool of his friend has something very bad to do or to conceal. Now, before we get back to that, again, let's talk about Philip Chesterfield, Lord Chesterfield. He was a British statesman, diplomat, a man of letters and acclaimed wit of his time. So he was very, very highly esteemed and very considered very smart, one of the smartest people at the time. And uh, you know how the UK do, though. Like, he probably told people, I'm the wittiest man of this time. (laughs) You better repeat that shit. So, with that, I have a question for y'all again. Do you you judge folks based on their, their friends? Do y'all judge folks based on based on your the friends that they keep, like new <clears throat> friends or you know what I'm saying? I listen, like I said, I listen to Fancy Bread Miami episode, and you know what I'm saying the the, the new the new uh, hostess comes in. You know what I'm saying? Don't talk to me and, about hostesses, bro. Don't talk to me about hostesses, out. man. Sorry, man. That's probably probably a bad time. And you see, and you go out, yeah, and you see how her friends act. You judging her based on her friends? Um, I think it's the the responsibility of an open minded, um, cultured person. Oh wow! Who I think it's the responsibility if you call yourself a cultured, open-minded person to battle against those preconceived notions. But 
it's like anything you get bombarded Gosh. with all these things. So nobody <laughs> is perfect. Nobody's perfect. You know, yeah. the same way you could say to yourself, Oh, I would never go against my morals, but you, 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 you chilling with a, with yeah. a bad chick. And she's like, yeah, let's go to uh, I'm like, and you like, I would never go there. You're going to go there. I mean, you're going to find a way, right? But I try to battle against those things because it is a constant battle. It is. Do you judge her friends if her friend's wilding out? Judge, judge her by her, her friends? By her friend group. Depends on how long I've known her. If I don't know her, oh, all right. depends on how long I've known her. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, that was some. That was the some. World title in, in the world t- in the world record for hurdles. Yeah, hurdles. that was you did. I'm talking about back to back. What did I do? Goals. Like first answer. First answer was world record. Came back on the the one tens. He hit the he hit the two hundred hurdles. Was like, all right, I, I, I'm gonna win that one easily. Came back was like, hey, yo, run that one ten hurdle. And hit the second time. He's like, I can beat. I can beat my last time. I can beat. I can definitely beat my last time. My last time. I don't even know what's happening right now. Yeah, it's okay, man. It's okay. You are gonna re listen and you are gonna realize okay. what you did, Adrian. What okay. do you just, <laughs> same scenario? New hostess already get through the phase of like, all so right, I'm going to chop a, it up. With I'm going to throw you a question. After hours. Because I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a go deep into this. That's what oh, I yeah. want to do. That's a, that's a fucking go ahead, this, is I wanted, this is why I wanted to bring this in particular because I believe that the, that the connotation or the power in this phrase today, it's because let's, right now we're in a... We're very connected and disconnected through this dating world. Now we got one hmm. more round of origin. But oh, wait a minute! We're gonna make this one the, the best one. Uh, do you know how how dating yeah, is okay. nowadays with all this social media, et cetera, et cetera, and how disconnected we are, and how quickly we are to uh, make assumptions of people just to get, you know, to justify to the ends justify the means. And I would say that uh, knowing who your friends and your family and your significant other are, uh, definitely give you an idea of what this person is going to be like. Because for example, if you ask a mm-hmm. person, Oh, are you very family oriented? Do you still live with your parents or, or do you live far away from each other? If that person tells you that they're very close to their parents, let's say a female, she's like, Oh, I'm very close to my parents and I live with them. Then you might say this person is going to have a lot of family values, right? This person might be seeking to have a, a more, um, long-lasting relationship, et cetera, et cetera, versus a person that tells you, no, I yeah. barely speak to my family. They live in another state. I don't even know about them. Then, you know, this person is more likely to just hang out. <clears throat> now, this person, you ask them, do you have a lot of friends? And I mean, like close friends, people that you hang out with, you talk to it on a daily basis, et cetera, et cetera. If this person says no, then you might assume or deduct that this person might be a bit more clingy when it comes to a relationship. And especially if they tell you, no, I don't have a lot of friends, but my mom is my best friend. You might say, whoop, wait a minute, wait a minute, <laughs> right? Versus a person you tells you, no, I don't have, uh, I don't have, I don't, I don't talk to my family much, but I do talk to my friends all the time. Then, you yeah. know, this person might be down to be a lot more, what doing a lot more fun things, doing things outside of the box. So you see how by gotcha. deducting or by asking, like how close you are with these people or how many people are around you, you might say that. Because I say family and f- friends and family are the salt and pepper to life. Your significant other is the sugar because that thing can make a dish, but it can also give you diabetes, baby. So what does ooh, what, what does what I'm does someone having their mother? So I can make sure that part. What does someone having their mother as their best friend indicate to you? <laughs> I will not answer. That. I'll plead the fifth. You said that if someone has 
you showed a lot of emotion when you said if someone has their mother as their best friend, what does that indicate to you? If someone's mom is their best friend. For me, for me, it's for me, for me, it's a it's a ninety degree divergence. There's no there's no middle ground. It's either one way or the other. That's what I mean. And that either they are like they were raised so yeah. well and they're so with it that that they can see from the lens of wisdom, time, experience. Okay. Cause like they or I'm setting up hurdles for y'all now because I was fucking with me. Now I'm removed. setting up hurdles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some hurdles yeah, yeah. Up. Now, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I was trying to play me. Listen, bro, I played the fifth. I don't know about you. I'm like, I played the fifth. No. no, no, I'm gonna answer. So that's that one. So that's the one I'm like. But you, you, you have to have a defining way to figure this out. The other one is you're one step removed from cat lady. Like, damn, your mom, the only person that can tolerate you. That's called unconditional love, my baby. And uh, I don't know if I can be, I can sign up for that. I don't know if I can sign up for somebody where your mom is your best friend to the point where like everything else seems so scathing. Like, fuck that. I've, I'm not doing that. So yeah, just. That's where I'm at with that, Ed. I appreciate it. To piggyback that. and help you out on that one. I'm going to back you up on that one. I would say, again, I say, I say friends and family are the salt and pepper. And I say family is the salt because too much salt can actually kill you too. Because I've seen and I've met a lot of people who dedicate their lives to taking care of their family members. Very admirable and respectable. Yeah. But to those seeking a partner, that does say a lot about, like, do you have it in you to be with a person that has to take care of their parents as well so again it all comes to be like yeah, tell me who yeah. you are and i'll tell you who you are because again if this significant other this girl that you're meeting is taking care of her mom or her grandma on a daily basis then that's kind of like the life that you're going to have to live with as well so you're going to have to make that yeah. decision and say yeah. is that Don't what i want like because obviously either. if you're looking for a girl <laughs> yeah, that yeah. treats you as her primary objective or care then that person will not be suited for you so yeah. that's what i try to say right, by 20 real quick you know if your mom is your got best you, friend, got you, got you. Are you cool with that? I got you. No, I, I, I liked how you ooped it. I was willing. 20, real quick, succinctly, bro. Give me the raw <laughs> yes, no. Do you judge folks by, by their friends? I need you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Depose him. That was a deposition answer. I'm, <laughs> he was coached by his lawyer. It's yes or no answers only. Christopher, yes. yes or no answers only. Remember, yes. Thank you, dog. I do too. Did that, did that, did that go in? Did you guys? Did you guys hear? Yes. My second one was scary. Can you say that again, Mr. Williams? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Last bit. Last bit. Let's get into my folks, my German folks. I have an affinity towards German folks. Lived there for three years, basically. So the major German literary figure, Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, um, he died in eighteen thirty-two. So he Sounds said like this before then. A collection of his works published shortly after his death were called Maximum and Reflexenonen, which is just Maximum and Reflections. Like, smart guy, wrote some shit down. Somebody took all the shit he wrote down and put it into a book and said, this is what this guy was thinking about. Now, before I say what he said, I'm going to talk about Wolfgang von Goethe. He was a poet, German poet, playwright, novelist, scientist, statesman, theater director, and critic. And he's widely regarded as the greatest and most influential writer in German language. Now, understand that we as a society revere the Greeks and the Germans, like in historical society. Like obviously we we revere the Egyptians, but that's on some like weirdo, like I don't know how much credit I can give black folk shit. But as far as like how we honor folks, Greeks, Germans. So this guy is considered the most influential writer in German language and his work um his, his work's having a profound and wide ranging influence on Western society, Western library, political and philosophical thought that we continue with today 
So this is what this man said. I'm going to say it in German because anytime I get to practice German, I will do yeah. it. Don't you yeah. You lose it. So he says, Sage mir mit, wenn du engst, si sage ich dir, wer du bist, weiß ich, womit die dich beschaschkest, so weiß ich, was aus dir werden kann. And he said, tell me with whom you associate. Thank you. Tell me with whom you associate and I will tell you who you are. <laughs> if you, oh, this is the one. If I know what your business is, I know what can be made of you. Now that's where woo, Western society went with it. So let's go. I'm starting with 20. Give me your interpretation of if I know what your business is, I know what can be made of you. I need to know what y'all think of that. If I know what your business is, I know what can be made of you. I feel that one. No, man. I I I huh. That one hit a little stronger for me than it than the actual show me who you with type of deal because that's something that you accept, you know, you, when, when, hmm, cause it takes more effort to make that your business than actually, you know, have loyalty or have some kind of camaraderie with different type of people. You get what I mean? Like you, yeah. they say you don't choose your family, but you choose your friends type of deal, but yeah. you also choose your business too as well. And it's like, mm-hmm. in that sense that you made that acceptance of, Hey, I'm down for this. Yeah, this yeah, is exactly. what I'm down for. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if it, if it's whatever it is, if it's like and like okay, I feel like the number one, uh, you know, job uh, that kind of goes with this is like accounting. Like hell? say you're an accountant for, oh, uh, you know, the mob or accountant for whatever the case may be. Yeah, if you just put accountant, it's like ah, oh, that's not that bad. But when you put accountant for the mob. Now nah, you're a criminal, bro. You know what you're doing. You know you're laundering money. You know you're washing money. You yeah. know this, da 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 da. But that that right there kind of solidifies that you've accepted that exactly. criminal lifestyle exactly. by being an accountant. You voluntarily and consciously chosen a course of actions that lead yeah. other people who are observing you to no other conclusion other than the one that they're going to make. Other than the one they're gonna make, yeah, it's not. I don't think it's assumption no more. If that's the case, I don't think that's. It's not about assumption no more. He's at the better. He's at. He's he and his boys are are at the basketball court, and he's on the side on his phone. He might not be play basketball. His boys might play basketball, but he's just there chilling with them. As different than people see you actually playing basketball. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So you, from that, from that, from the phrase, it's like, okay, yeah, you you run with the basketball dudes, but to, the the second part of Golf's phrases, but you ain't about. I could I could fairly say you ain't really about exactly. ball, though, huh? Like I could fairly say that about dude, even though he exactly. hangs with ball players, but you ain't really about ball. I know what I could. So I know that motivating you wouldn't be get. Let's let's go hoop. I know that ain't gonna get you. I I can't make nothing out of that. Um, Ed, let's go. How you feel about um, that same I way? I mean, I think this this I, particular I reference mean. speaks more deeply to the core values of an individual, because at this point, there's no denying mm. who you are, because actions speak louder than words. I don't know if you've ate if you've ATP that before. I'm sure you have. I only saw a couple episodes. You motherfuckers <laughs> got thirty nine hundred episodes. I ain't got no time. That was to watch season one. That was season one. That was season one. That so, was season one. So man. apropos. Yeah. So it's like that's mm-hmm. the at this point there's there's no denying because actions speak immensely about your character. And at this point, if somebody's seeing you play basketball, you you play basketball. You know, it is what it is. Now, but at this point, it's not even so much that you're playing basketball. 
it's even deeper. You're playing basketball and you, people could tell that you're kind of nice. So you've been playing basketball for a long time. Exactly. It's very exactly. specific. You get, you it's not like later. you're out there hooping and you suck. So people might, uh, and, and even more open-minded person could say, oh, all right, he's still not about that life. He's just trying to, you know, chill with his friends. Yeah. No, like you, you out there playing and you crossing people up and you nice and you got a shot on you. Like you, you about that basketball life at this point. You know what I mean? For sure. That's right. how I feel For about sure. this particular phrase. For sure. Got you. Adrian, where you at with it? I, um, I'm glad I stopped earlier because I can bring this part of the point now. Um, another thing that I consider yeah. bringing it to nowadays, correct? Because again, I think that this is mostly used as an assumption for dating nowadays. And one would say that what you do also says a lot about who you are. Mm -hmm. And in that case, you bring it up as a guy who you know, does, does evil or et cetera. But people might quickly assume that based on the job that you do, you might have certain skills or a certain personality or, or character to yourself, right? If someone tells you that yeah. they're a baller and they live in a certain state, then you might think, oh, then this person does well, right? Or if you say, well, if you're a baller, but in, in a different state, you'll be like, well, I guess he's not really that good of a ball player. Because one could assume That's based real. on That's what real. you do and where you do it, that the person that you are, the quality of the person that you are. Another thing that I would add on to that are your beliefs. Re your religious beliefs would definitely add and say, oh, is this also the kind of person that I want to surround myself with? Uh, your hobbies, the Amazing. music that you like. Because, again, the one person that I think that influences you the most is your significant other. Because we all mm. here agreed that if she likes to watch rom-coms, everybody here going to watch that rom-com, yeah. baby. We in there, I'm right? In there. So I'm that person influenced you a lot. Oh, or no, no. Yeah, yeah. Influenced you a lot. So talking about pre-significant so, pre other. <laughs> so let, let's say, for example, uh, you're meeting this girl. And she's like, oh, I'm into X kind of music. And you ask yourself, do I have it in me to be going to those concerts? Do I have it in me to listen to that music on the car really or, gotta, or at home? Gotta, like, do I want to wake up to out. that? Like, and you think about it, and you're like, because you uh, yeah. that's a decision you have to make. So, again, all these things influence. And, and I'm bringing it to today's connotation because the reconnection that I have with this phrase, obviously, the connection was my, my parents, my mother. Uh, in particular, but the reconnection that I had with this word was an ex of mine that she was she did send it to me because she didn't like particularly some people that I would spend time with, and and that's where I like I I started seeing that mm. and saying oh wow I understand now how certain things around me that I do or that I surround myself with may have a connotation for people to assume who I am or what I do, so for it's, sure. it's 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 sure. worth. Uh, sometimes just like work, taking it, zooming out and looking at, and taking a look at that perspective to say, oh, wow, this might be sending the wrong message about myself. Or do you have to clarify sure, that as well? Doc. So do I think that what you do that. in a way may be used to judge you or define you? Absolutely. We do it all the time. I have a question for the three of you. Yeah. I have a question. What's up? I've been thinking about this, summing this up. Now, the phrase is in general, tell me who you're with and I'll tell you who you are. Now, if I could modernize mm -hmm. that, thinking in my head as what I'm going to be like as a father, like the father preparing his son for his journey. The way I would finish that phrase yeah. today to make it contemporary for me personally, this is the whole phrase for me. Tell me who you're with and I'll tell you who you are, but that doesn't tell me who you're going to be. Does that make any sense to you? Mm. There you go. 
because yeah, it does it does i wouldn't add it personally who, yeah but it's like I, like I for me you. who you are what you're doing with all these people all these things we're talking about to me i feel like that's a present moment like me me moment i grew Thank up you. with smokers cigarette smokers and and drug users and alcohol consumers and i didn't take my first drink of alcohol till i was 26. i've never right? no, i've never smoked i've <laughs> never smoked a cigarette in my I'm life joking. right and whatever I do recreationally, yeah. I've only started doing it super recreationally. You be doing it in exactly. Michigan, so my point is, it's like you. who I was with growing up. You would have thought I was going to be a knucklehead, <laughs> a drug user, and I never turned out yeah. to be that person. So yeah. for me, it's not tell me who you're with, and I'll tell you who you are. For me, it's tell me who you're with, and I'll think something about you. But that doesn't limit you to what you're going to be. That's how I. Feel. I'll get that. I, I feel that I'll piggyback off that real quick and move us on. Is or you could like, just, or you, I'm oh, so sorry, Mario. Go, 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 go. I just to, to kind of make that as like, um, or you could just be like, who you're with doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, doesn't determine who yeah. you're going to be. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways to do You know it. what I mean? Like, like, like in, a, in a layman's sense, it's what, what Ed's trying to say who you're with doesn't determine exactly who you're going to be. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. And Go ahead, Mario. I'm up No, you good. You good. You got it. Thank you cuz like phrases 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 have to be in some way succinct. So thank you for doing that. That was just a little expertise he put on the table. I appreciate it. Good job, Tony. Okay. What I would say is that like to 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 support what Ed was saying is like, I come from uh in in Detroit, I come from one of the the the, the worst schools in the state and one of the like, you know what I'm saying? What I don't want to say one of the worst neighborhoods. There's crazy neighborhoods out here, but it's not like that, like that. Like, don't, don't, I can say it, y'all can't type of thing. But um, I wasn't, truth be told, like, once they saw that ball was a ticket for me, for real, football was a ticket, my, who I was with protected me (laughs) from things that they were doing, that we were exposed to. They're like, no, you can't, this is a no for you, bro. This is a no for you. You yeah. can be aware, but this is a no for you. I had to, you know what I'm saying, be truth be told, my senior year was the first time I ever, you know what I'm saying, smoked because I and I had to like I had to 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 little nigga, my friends like, hey man, like yo, quit telling me what I can and can't do, bro. <laughs> like and past that. You know what I'm saying? Cause they like, no, nah, nigga, you going, you going, you, you going away. So it is in a way, like it's not, it's not about it's 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 undersales. The phrase undersales, and that's where I stand with it. So right. perfect segue to let's appraise this thing, man. Let's appraise this thing. So we're gonna grade it out for three part grading categories for uh, uh, A through F grading scale. First, I'm a I'm a bow out. I'm a, nah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm a go, and then y'all gonna. I'll do power. Power is the impact when it's heard, said. Twenty's gonna get speed. Does it flow off the tongue? And then. Edwin and Adrian, you guys are going to come together. You can talk amongst yourselves out loud, but come together for one uh, Fancy Bread Miami guest preference grade, and that's all things included. Now we know that the, know the meaning, the origin, y'all's personal feelings, y'all's personal use, all that stuff. So I'll start us off. Power w- grade. Would it be okay for me F. to uh, jump in before? There was something I kind of wanted to uh, mention about this phrase, kind of like bring it together. Be quick about it, brother. Okay, uh, so another phrase that I found very similar <laughs> to this one was you are a product of your environment, um, which was kind of like uh, very similar to it. And I just want to say I understand that uh, there's always sides to any situation, any choice mm-hmm. uh, that a person is presented to you always have one or three you always accept it deny it, or change it right so if i see you hanging out mm-hmm. with the wrong crowd uh you could be 
flying with them in that sense. You could be not and just be in the yeah. wrong crowd, or you'd be trying to learn something from it in order to change it. Because uh, I met a lot of people mm. that they say, oh, I wish I could do this or do that, but I just don't know the right kind of people to do it with, and I just don't want to do it on my own. Because uh, we are creatures yeah. of habit, and we're also social creatures. So we like to go to places, at least with one person that we can roll with. So yeah. all I want to say is that not necessarily uh, this brings an exact truth to who you are, True. but at least opens up the uh, the ability to have conversations about this. Maybe you sit down with a significant other or someone that you want to be hopefully you have something to create with and when you ask some questions about yeah. uh, your family or your friends then you can also ask would you say that because you have this connection with your family that you're this kind of person or you're this other kind of person so it's just i hope that gotcha. when people take this they understand that uh you can have deeper and more meaningful conversations with the people that you're trying to connect with by just asking the right mm -hmm. questions and instead of assuming so much to just Get the get to the truth of it, and that will definitely make you something better. Hell that yeah. was my message hell behind. Hell yeah, it. hell yeah, with that. Sorry. Thank you for TED talking. So what you actually just did was appraised it. So what I'm gonna do, what I'm gonna do because I'm a magnificent host, is allow Edwin to add in his two cents, and then y'all can bring me the guest <clears throat> preference grade because that's basically you basically just you 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 told us how you feel about it, dog. In that in that explanation, you just ain't graded. So Edwin, where you at with it? And then y'all agree what grade y'all y'all have to. Agree so like I got a. So I gotta grade it like how I feel in general. My, I'll, I'll leave this on to your brother. Feel in general, now, oh, he giving you the the my power general to grade. grade bro, I was a president. I would say, yeah. I would say, A through F. I would say, this phrase gets like a medium well to me. Like I'll eat it, but I don't prefer it. Like, I don't need it. Look, man, we're on a praise the phrase, brother. I need <laughs> you said you said it was a fancy braid appraisal. Uh, I mean, appraise the phrase um, one through ten. I do one through ten. No, A to F. Okay, yo, this yo, this this show is hostile. I like this shit though. Uh, I would say Whoa. I give it a. Oh, no, no. I say I give it like a C, a C. <laughs> wow, I didn't expect that. What? <laughs> Okay. Look, at, look, at his whole, look at Adrian's face. Adrian's yeah, Adrian, face are like, you are you I don't really, I don't really fuck with it. But I mean, I respect other people's opinions. Were you Adrian? I got to give you a chance. Like, I'm gonna stamp the C if you forever hold your peace, man. Adrian's like, not my phrase. Not, not my phrase. phrase. <laughs> I, think, I think you know how I feel about it. I still buy by it, and I still go by it. You know. So what do you say? It really, it really, it really so what grade do you give? In, in in the importance of the word, you mean like how in we general. Are using it from now on? All everything, your general everything. feeling. Overall. I think I think there's uh, it, I think it speaks truth. I think that it 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 allows itself to. <laughs> you did this truth. part. Give me the already, grade. I already did. My grade <laughs> A through F. You know what? I'm not. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a B. A B. I think you held back, but I'm not oh, gonna keep pushing you. That's a C plus. C plus. I say a C. Yeah. I, I say C a D plus. I'd be like passed, but barely. I give it. I give Nah, give it a median. Oh, not, not all right, well, all right, all right. Let me get in here real quick. Let me get in here real quick. Power grade. Look, it has power. The theory yeah. has power. The 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 concept. The essence has almost immeasurable mm -hmm. power right the phrase itself is iterated in so many ways that the specific phrase has limited power to me like right. because you're going to hear right. it in other ways even i think the most powerful one Gulfs, um came 100 years later and he added something that 
was the 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 more sprinkle of the essence that we needed, which which your business is, is what I can do with you. So with power, I'm gonna give it a C plus as well because the essence of it makes it powerful, but the exact wording doesn't. Yeah. So uh, do you think I was gonna grade it higher or lower? All right. I thought you were going to go higher just because you found a lot of ways to make it work, but still, but it's your personal, I, I like that it, personally, you like, yeah, I don't fuck with it. And that's good. Cause that's where that's we be I at. Mean. And we haven't had a lot of phrases this season where people don't fuck with it. So I'm glad. We I mean, I do, but I don't. 20 speed. C. C. Exactly. That's why I thought it might be. Yeah. That, and C, C makes sense. 20 speed, brother. Brother. Oh man, um, definitely a D on speed. It's too. It's it's, it's, it's a so huge long. Phrase. Pause. Huge phrase, bro. Huge, huge. Nobody likes this huge shit, phrase. Nobody huge likes phrase. Huge. Not only is it a huge phrase, every every aspect of the phrase is yeah, huge. Yeah. It's like it's a two parter. It's like a two be continued. Show me who you are. Two be continued to next week. And I'll show you who you're. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's just like it's like one of those type of deals, man. And it's not saying that. No, now guys, viewers, this is not us saying that this is a bad phrase or no. a good phrase. Just strictly exactly. on general speed of the saying value it, how of it, it the categories. But yes, that's all. Yes, how many syllables is in it? That this is what our speed grade is. Mm -hmm. Not saying that this is a bad phrase because honestly, I feel like in a in more of a guidance, in more of a guidance aspect, it's a great phrase. Yeah. Because it, it allows you to be aware of your surroundings. It allows you to be aware of who you bring in your circle. It allows you to be aware of the direction that you want to go in life. Yeah. So when I when I say speed grades, it's definitely a D. That that's going to be my mark uh grade for that. But I just want to side note and say that. This is definitely an important phrase for the youth. Gotcha. Now, when you when you go in the aspect of what Edwin said, it's like oh, the people that you're with is really not. It doesn't really determine you know how you turn out. That I can personally agree with that because the people that I, I know people from fifth grade. I've been blessed to know people that I've known since elementary school that I know today. Yeah. But when, when people ask me about my core group of friends, it's the people that I became a man with, mm -hmm. you know, and those are the people that really kind of stick out when it comes to who Chris is yeah. as a person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know? And so I can, I can kind of contest to the saying, but in a general statement, I can honestly say that, yeah, you're right. It's more of a halfway thing because those people that I was hanging out with that I did become a man with were all so different. Mm -hmm. But yet when we come together, it's a great unison. It's harmony. You get what I mean? So it's like, yeah, yeah I'm, I might not be anything like the people that I hang out with. But when we're together, you can tell that these people, these, these people, these group of people love each other these group of people respect each other these group yeah. of people cherish each other and i feel like that's the most important part of it as opposed to man these this is a bad group of people that you're hanging out with watch out for so that. you gotta exactly. be a bad person yeah i feel you um d word word can, word, can word, i throw word, in one there go, before you go with the, yeah go for it go for it go for it have you have you ever been told by your girlfriend like oh i don't like how the, how you act when you hang out with your boy because whenever you hang out with that boy, you always act this way or that way. 
Like, have you ever had that? Nah. No. <laughs> nah, here's why. Here's why. I'll, give, I'll give you a hard no. Here's why. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's not. It's not. It's not. I, I know it's a thing. I know exactly that it's a thing. For me, no, because my friend group has always been the group. In my small, small percent of living, like, you're a hater if you don't like how I'm acting with my group because we are the reason why you're having a good time. So you will never say to me, I don't like how you act with them when you're having a ball yeah. when I'm with mm-hmm. them. You feel me? So that's that's my personal yeah. experience with that. Again, I just, just want to... All right. And as, a person, and as a person that's been a part of that group, I can honestly detest it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah it's confirmed. Like, you know what? Uh, it, it's, it's, it's more on you, you know, Adrian? Like, I feel like this... The phrase puts it on the group of friends, but in life, it's really more mm-hmm. on you or how mm-hmm. you want to be. Are you going to be a follower of these people that are doing, you know, negative or positive things? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or are you going to be your own person? And, and if you have the right group of friends, they will allow you to be your own person. And that person is going to fit in what everybody is doing. No, it's not, it's not who you are. It's who you want to be. Uh, of course, but again, just for the sake of the word, it's just to kind of trace down gotcha. a little now, bit now, of what you want. I'm going to sum this up. I'm going to sum seat, this up real quick. Thank you. No, we got our grades. It's going to come out. Obviously, we can do math. We can do the quick math here. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I was like, I don't give a fuck what y'all talking about. It I hear a, y'all. It is, a, it is a mid. It's, it's a midi. I guess I should have seen that. <laughs> yeah, so look. Look, here's the thing. <laughs> I think because this this is going to grade out one of our lower grades. We got the bracket coming up. We'll have Ed Ed and Adrian back for for our bracket um, shortened episodes and review and stuff. But listen here, I think that this phrase it has so much depth. The reason why phrases go and they last because a lot of it part of our grading scale, the power of it, the speed of it usually goes over the preference. Like our preference grade usually is the the, the part that doesn't resonate. You know, but the power and the speed of it is what makes a phrase last. And this one, ironically, has so much presence uh, in the essence category, but it just doesn't stand the, the catchiness, the catchiness, you know, um, uh, value. And it doesn't. So th- this is one of the few phrases this season that means better than what it says. Whereas I've come to find that a lot of the other phrases, they topically say a thing that they mm. don't actually do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so this is kind of the inverse of that. This phrase actually has so much meat to it, but it's like, you're going to have to, you're going to have to get to, you're going to have to get through it. It's like ribs. Like you to enjoy it. You're going to have to get dirty. And it's not like, yeah, so before, yeah. before we get out of here, before we get out of here, here. I, I remember Adrian, I know Adrian, you said Ed can hold it down or Adrian's going to hold it down. I don't know which I've actually forgot. Who's going to tell the people how to find fancy bread, Miami, Okay, quickly tell us, tell us, tell oh, us. Just one word: fancybreadmiami.com, baby. That's all you need to know. Fancybreadmiami.com. Go listen. I'm a fan of the pod. Obviously, we're a fan of the guys. Listen up, man. Hey, thank you, absolute, fellas. Thank absolute you, pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for having us for sure. So, before we get out of here, man, we got our one last thing. The dictionary of misinformation. Because oh Ed, yeah, man. Because Ed, sorry, Twin, do you want to do your spiel with your boys? No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm, I just want to make an executive decision. Because like Ed me? chose the grade, Adrian, you choose the letter, bro. Pardon? Mm. Choose a letter. Any letter. Now, Twenty, do your thing. Because Ed has never. I mean, Adrian has never watched the show. Apparently. 
Uh, obviously. No, this is uh, one of the actually most popular segments of the show, actually, Adrian. So uh, this is what we do at the end of every show. We ask our guests to choose a letter out of the alphabet. You can't pick X because some petty person already picked X. <laughs> so you got to use a letter. Uh, I love you. I love you. Don't, don't, don't play with it. Um, we have to use a letter, and what we do is we go into our dictionary of misinformation. We just inform people about information that has been misinformed about. So you just pick a letter, and Mari's going to go through the dictionary, and with that letter, he's going to choose something that just that the majority, the majority, this, this is not saying everybody, this is the majority of the people of society has been misinformed about this information that we're about to give you. So just pick a letter. I pick the letter T. All right, T. 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 I don't know. Which is, I think we figured out with T, uh, since it starts, since the starts off with T. Yes. Yes. Sometimes they pick out the, but I mean, this is it's, pick it any letter in the fine. dictionary. Hey, hey. I, you said pick any letter. Pick, I said T. All right, not T. Pick another letter. Pick another letter. <laughs> I wish I wish I can make that a running segment, a running joke on this thing, but know, <laughs> just making I people know. pick the letter you know that I want to the president. No, 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 you pick a goddamn no, letter. No, 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 so tip. Yeah. So the notion that tip originally was an acronym for to ensure promptness is a uh, pure folk etymology. It's not true. Did y'all think tip stood for to ensure? No, promptness? I thought it stood for nice things I could buy for myself. Well, in the sense of giving money to someone, the word goes yep, back yep. several hundred years. The Oxford English Dictionary does not attempt any etymology for tip. Um, it hesitantly suggest that as rogues can't that is the inside language of common rogues and thieves so it, it comes back to like actually thieving and roguing it comes from another mm. meaning is to touch lightly mm. so in any case a tip is almost always given after not before service so the popular explanation of its origin does not make much real sense so tips actually come from stealing and it's like um you to tip is to Kind of like touch lightly the things that you're thieving. <laughs> don't know wow. how we don't know how we got to tip being something in the service industry, but the original is but like, all there. right, I'm just gonna tip this here. I'm just gonna tip this as, as, say, a, as hey, just a tip. You paid the bill, baby, but touch a little lightly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Touch, touch that a little lightly. Hey, man, I appreciate y'all again. Fancy Bread Miami in the building. Adrian Edwin in the building. I appreciate you. 20 as always. 20. You, like. you know it. You know it. You know it. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all podcast platforms. You can see us on YouTube. Uh, we're brought to you by the Underdog Podcast Network. And remember, no matter where you are, no matter who you're with, that value is in the eye of the appraiser, and we will check y'all hey, next week. Mario, before we get out, I just want to yes. say thank you. Thank you to all the viewers, man, everybody that thank click on our show and listen and watch on YouTube. Thank you, guys. guys please, please, please continue to support us. We're going to do big things next uh, next season, so uh, stick around, man. Thank you stick guys around. so, so much. Thank you Appreciate so much. You. Man, that was heartfelt. Oh, yeah, yeah man, because, you know, sometimes you don't realize it, bro. Like, you don't realize it. 
until it's like put in your face. And then, you know, when you told me that, oh, these, you know, we got a lot of comments, a lot of views and stuff like that. I'm, and yeah. I just had to sit back and realize, like, this is something that I'm a part of that's that's amazing. And uh, I just want to show the people that really support our show, man. Thank you so much, because this is something that we cooked up. We didn't think it was going to be as successful as it is. I feel like it has more room to be even better, even bigger. So uh, it's all up to you guys that are listening and you guys that are watching us on YouTube. Like we, we definitely support you guys and we definitely appreciate you guys. That's what I meant to say. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Keep doing it. Keep showing us love and, uh, and uh, we will make sure that we continue to feed y'all with what we can. All right, y'all. We now will get at y'all next week. Yeah.